Meet, meet, meet. Meet, meet. So, um, what are we talking today? Um, we had someone ask us to talk about how we support each other in our coming out journey since we both came out so recently and at the exact same time and it's still pretty fresh and new okay so so we were kind of talking about what that meant to us and how we would talk about it and i was kind of explaining that i think our situation specifically is a little different than just two people that came out um because we do have so many other little angles and things that play a part in our journey elaborate tell me all about it uh well first and foremost ex-husbands you know (laughs) that's kind of a big one um you know i'm going through my divorce i'm getting closer to that being right in front of my face and so that's a part of it that i feel more so than being supportive in my coming out journey like i've needed you to be supportive in that area instead so i don't know i just feel like it's It's supportive in a lot of other areas aside from just like, I'm gay. How can I support you? It's more more than that for us anyway. And I'm sure it's more than that for most people. But yeah, I think even with you going through your divorce and we've talked about this a couple of times, like I know that's where I want to end up as well. I don't want to be in a relationship in a serious, committed lesbian relationship and still be married to a man that does not um fit in my journey and my future and all of my trueness and um knowing the amount of support that you need through your divorce i have not people have asked the question like is kirby getting divorced just that's like a common thing that we've been getting lately Mm -hmm. and the answer is like yes that will happen um but um i'm not racing to that right now because um well there's multiple different reasons yeah there there are but what i'm saying is like supporting you is that's that's big i don't think mentally um we could be going through two divorces and i don't know how my divorce would go but like i'm not willing to take a risk right now and say like let's bring all of let's do it all of like identical um in sync of like you get divorced i get divorced at the exact same time that's not what it's about yeah from the very beginning i feel like our relationship has been a lot of that where it's like we both do the same thing at the same time without even really trying and this is one thing that i would not do together at the same time Mm-mm. no way like had it gone down that way great i think we would have found a way to support each other through that but um i'm glad it didn't i'm glad that it's gonna be more separated because it's it's absolutely a lot to take on but what i was thinking when i first read that question was my mind went straight to when you cut your hair that was like the first thing that came to mind when i read that question was like because that was part of your coming out journey part of you expressing yourself Mm -hmm. and I started to think back to like how did I respond to that was I as supportive as I could have been um I think you were I think you were very supportive and I think you were encouraging me to do what made me happy and um, and every time since then Mm, yeah absolutely. because you've kind of been like 
a little more, a little more, a little more. A little more what? A little, a little shorter, a little shorter. But you you encourage you encourage right me for the the skin fade, my very first skin fade. But yeah, that's that's kind of where my head went with it because um I think that coming out has a lot of different levels and self-expression is a really, really big one. And I think that goes both ways, too, because there's been lots of times that I've asked you, like, are you bothered by me dressing a certain way or like, you know, whatever I get in my head about certain things? And you've never told me to do anything except like, what makes you feel good? What do you want to wear? How do you want to look? How do you want to present yourself? And I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah, I think. One thing I will say I've noticed is um, coming out, because we're both new to this, coming out is so much exploration, experimentation, all of the things. Um, It's almost like reliving those, like when you're freshman year and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to high school you know what how am I going to dress what am I going to look like who do I represent who am I and you're like trying to figure it out it's very much like that with coming out and I think whether you're you're new to coming out or you're just starting to learn and discover yourself more if you're in a relationship with somebody and you cannot support just allowing the safe space for the conversation to happen whether that might be all of a sudden somebody wants to change their pronouns, somebody wants a haircut, somebody wants top surgery, like whatever it might be. Like, I feel like when you're coming out, there's so many things that change and you just become yourself more and more and more. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that makes me gayer and gayer and gayer every time, like I guess I'm catching up quickly in my (laughs) forties and waiting forever to come out. And I'm finally like, just who I am, but, um, it feels really good to have your support and to know that if I'm afraid to say something out loud, I can send you a video maybe that I saw on TikTok, like before when it was like videos about like top surgery. And then like that prompted you and you were like, do you want to get top surgery? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Like I've, it's crossed my mind. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what that means for me. And just but but feeling the safe space to talk about it. And I feel sorry for couples that don't allow that because you're really Which missing out. Which we have met people who have openly told us um, that whether, you know, wh- whoever it was in the relationship that expressed it, expressed a certain desire to be a certain way or present themselves a certain way. And other partner was like, fuck that. No. I would never accept that. And that to me is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, I get it. I mean, if it's if it's so extreme that you're like, I would no longer even want to be with you because of that. OK, that's a conversation that like, you know, maybe you should sit down and have. But I just it's real. like I just can't imagine if I wanted to go shave my head tomorrow. Would you still love me? absolutely yeah yes absolutely i'd be massaging i'd be putting oil on your head <laughs> coconut oil massaging it getting little scratches i just think that our it. physical appearance is so minor compared to like like when you fall in love with someone you're falling in love with like their core like rip away all the other stuff and you're falling in love with who they actually are not what they look like or it, and know? the thing about that is it's like hair grows back you know what i mean like hair grows back and 
um, seasons come and go and you rotate your style and the, and the things you're into, you know, for six months, maybe the next six months, you're not into that style anymore. And you try something new and it's like, it's fun and exciting and it's an adventure. And I just feel like it shouldn't be so like, well, because I'm a lesbian, I like a certain type of look. This is my, this is what I'm attracted to. And you have to fit in that box. And I, and I guess it frustrates me to have so many restrictions when this community that everybody says they want to be part of is supposed to be so open and accepting, yet there's all of this gatekeeping and mm-hmm. putting me in these categories and ha- and trying to like full on tell me I can't be one way or versus the other way. And it's like, well, if I identify now as non-binary, you can't be a lesbian because I'm not identifying as it's like it's just it's silly. It's like can well, you just I'm, see me for a fucking human? Yeah. Like, that's it. I yeah. don't care what length my hair is. I don't care what material fabric I'm wearing for the day. Just see me as me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, I think that to get back to the original question, like, the most important thing is just to, like, love and respect the person that you're with and be patient with it. Be an open ear. Be a shoulder to lean on if they need to. Um present yourself in a way that they feel comfortable bringing it up to you because that's important. Like if they're not able to talk to you about it, that's a problem. Um, or if they're scared, that's a problem, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, don't be too pushy, but at the same time, make sure they know that you're, you're there for them for whatever it is that they need. And I think like there's other, there's like so many layers of supporting each other with coming out new and, um, like with the with the question being like with your sexuality for me i went from in between like masculine feminine still leaning into my feminine side and then slowly feeling more and more comfortable to move away from that and as i moved away from it i started to find myself feeling a little like almost getting sucked into like this this vision of what gender role can't fully enjoy something to the fullest extent because in my mind I'm like I need to constantly be pleasing you and I think that happens with a lot of um mask lesbians I, I like a feeling of responsibility to be like the dominant or the top all the time yes Is that what you're saying yes and I think that was something else that we had to support and explore and allow you open space to feel masculine when you want to feel masculine and dominant when you want to feel well, dominant those, and yeah, that submissive was, for me. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of like have the conversations mm-hmm. type of moment because, yeah, it did start to fall into that kind of feeling for me as well. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I ever even told you that that's like, that was not how I wanted it to be at all. But I think I told you that from the beginning that I too very much so like to be the dominant one. Yeah, I think we had that. But I think it was like multiple conversations where it was like, you had to tell me you were okay with certain things. I had to tell you that I wanted, you know, and it was just like this back and forth and um, communication. Yeah, exactly. Communication. Communication. It's huge. Yeah, it's, it's really, really huge. But then the other thing, too, is that like people are always changing. Like mm-hmm. I think about myself last year and 
you last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, can we, I won't go into details, but I found that little white dress of yours in your closet (laughs) over this last weekend. And like, y'all, I've never even worn a dress like this. That dress was for GIW. That dress was how for show. It was a slut. It was a slutty dress. (laughs) But my point is you wore that literally one year ago. And uh, I could maybe not one year ago. Never. Okay, a little over a year ago. Yeah, a little over a year ago. And you know what? It was because I was still unsure. It was like I was going back and forth in my head. Like, do I dress this way or do I dress that way? And I didn't know still who I was at that time. Exactly. I was still and trying to figure that out. Is that like we're we're always changing, and sometimes we change so quickly that like at this time next year you could be wearing that dress again. Who the fuck knows? You know what I mean? Like you just yeah. you never know what what you're going to want. And if if you're not in it because you love the person, then like with those changes, you're not going to survive. Mm-hmm. You're you're not going to be able to evolve with them um, if you're only loving them because of who they are in this exact moment right now type of thing. Another thing I feel like supporting each other is knowing and being in tune with our cycles hormones emotions like just really being in sync and in tune with that um and having that awareness to understand when somebody maybe needs extra attention affection reassurance um maybe they're not feeling as sexy um as confident um all of that is like super normal. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, you know, with just hormones in general and your cycle, like you have like one like great week mm-hmm. out of all like the whole entire month. You have one one week where you're just like, I feel, yeah, I feel skinny. I feel amazing. My, my energy is great. My, yeah. Everything's look. my skin looks good. My stomach's not bloated. And the rest of the weeks you're like, you're like, oh, I don't know if it's something I ate or if it's this or I'm just not feeling, you know, and just really understanding and being in in, in tune and recognizing and saying, um, you know, that it's OK. It's OK to have those those moments and you don't always have to be on it and present yourself a certain way to um, to your partner to feel appreciative, you know? Yeah. Well, and I think for us specifically being a lesbian couple, that's one thing that I have learned is that in my previous relationships, I would have never even like openly said anything about feeling that way. But because I know that you understand, there's times where I'm like, yeah, I'm just feeling like this. And I know that without even explaining it, you'll be like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, because I've felt that way too. And that's part of it too, is like, I don't know for our coming out journey specifically, like the emotional connection is so different that I think that's one way that I, at least speaking for myself, like I've needed a little bit of extra support because like I'm not used to dating a woman mm-hmm. that it, and it comes with more like in depth emotional connection that you have to be willing to like, you know, when you're with a man, they're just like, eh, okay, it it doesn't require a whole lot. Mm-hmm. if I'm being honest and so that's that's something that I guess even to this very moment I'm still learning and there's times where you tell me certain things that I'm like I guess I didn't realize that you wanted that or that you needed that or um and I 
kind of want or need the same thing. And I guess I just assumed that like you would know when. Yeah. I think overall just, um, you know, being in a new same sex lesbian relationship, queer relationship, whatever anybody wants to categorize it as. Um, I think communication and lots of check-ins just checking in when you notice something, when you feel the energy shift, when, um, you know, whatever it might be and like exploring together and making it fun together. I mean, you going and getting this haircut with me, that meant a lot to me. I've never had a skin fade. I've never had my hair <laughs> shaved down to my skin before. And and you even let me chime in and put my opinion out there and listened to it. And you were like, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. That was cool to me because it was like as soon as she was done, you were like, what do you think? And I was like, I think you should keep going. And you were like, let's do it. You like 100%. didn't even hesitate. Yeah, I was like, 100%. fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I really think that it, it just lots of just checking in and having fun and saying encourage like just encouraging your person to want to explore you know i i want to see you grow and evolve and just keep finding your the best version of yourself and just because i found the best version of myself 6 months ago a year ago and taking the steps and coming out and finding myself and being vocal about it doesn't mean i'm not still growing and evolving and becoming someone else even more yeah. you know no you're not done yet it's not done yet and i'm never done i think that's why i was getting upset when people were like um jumping in and saying like, you know, because I talked about top surgery or trying out a binder and people jump in and say, are you medically transitioning? And it's very similar to when people were um, forcing me to come out lesbian before I was ready to come out lesbian. And I don't like when somebody is so quick to want to pick me up from my journey and like place me somewhere. So it makes more sense in their head because you can't, understand why I would want to do something or look a certain way or feel a certain way. You want to just pick me up and say, well, this makes sense to me. So you're going to transition to a man. No, that's not the case right Right now. That is not the case for me. That is not my journey right now. And I don't like when people try to decide that for me or rush me to something because that needs to make sense to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the only other thing that came to mind was that (laughs) since being a part of the lgbtq plus community um without being like mm, without saying too much there's a lot of drama in this community there's a lot of um two-faced type of situations a lot just a lot of shit that like i guess i didn't really see coming and i think one thing in supporting your partner is to make sure that you prioritize them above anybody else Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with somebody. It doesn't matter. Like, and I'm not saying you have to throw all of your other relationships away because that's absolutely not, Mm -hmm. that's not necessary, but put your person above all of the other people, um, prioritize it. And if they're uncomfortable with someone or something, listen to it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you're respecting that. And um that goes a long way i think that that one goes a long way so yeah yeah i think because otherwise you'll fall into like a fucking 
whirlpool of drama. Well, just look at like in the past year of me coming out, going to TikTok meetups, meeting a bunch of different lesbians, a bunch of different people through TikTok. The relationships changed as you met somebody from on screen, off screen, in person, all of that, and continued to um, maybe grow a friendship or, or hang out and get to know each other more. And things change and people change. And I think throughout my journey, I've just really started to recognize um, how protective you need to be of certain things because it's almost like because things are happening in real time, relationships are starting or ending, um, people are coming out, people are discovering themselves, people are transitioning or trying new things. It's like everybody's trying to um, know every detail mm -hmm. and have some type of upper hand of like, well, I knew this about this person or I knew that. And um, really being careful and respecting like personal private moments and i think for us as a couple being so public on all of our platforms and sharing weekly there's times where like i think i i just see us starting to really pull back and say we don't have to we don't have to share everything we don't have to be friends with everybody um maybe not every single person you know even if we you might have looked up to somebody at one point doesn't necessarily mean oh you won't look up to them anymore yeah like, <laughs> and not that's not everybody but there's absolutely people that I thought I looked up to that now that, that yeah that's changed I think the other thing too is that like you don't always have to give yourself to everybody too like you don't have to listen to the drama mm -hmm. you don't have to be a listening ear for someone like if you're not mentally in a place that you can take that on be okay with saying no like mm -hmm. sorry but you need to talk to somebody else about this right now I don't want to hear the drama I don't want to hear about the new person you're dating like it sometimes it's just too much and I think that for me anyway lately that's kind of been where I've where I've been with certain things and like lesbians specifically just like to really vomit all of their stuff <laughs> like, well in general just, like, in general we it. like to share our feelings we like to share our feelings and we like to get reaction and attention and so it's easy to want to have something to share to feel like you're contributing the conversation or you have something important going on what is frustrating in the lesbian community is two people get together and they want to tell you how great their person is and how much how happy they are and how much they love each other. Then they break up. Like then, in a few months. And then <laughs> they go date somebody else. That it, The circle is so fucking small, too. They go date somebody else in that circle. And then all of a sudden it's like one person telling you, don't like that, my ex, but now like this new person. And it's just like this leapfrog game of like who you're supposed to like. And I just don't play that shit. Well, you and I have told multiple people in the past, like, you will not do that to us. Yeah. Like no. if you introduce us to someone and we become friends with them, they're still going to be our friend regardless of what happens between the two of you. And I'm sorry that might right. piss you off, but it is right. what it is. Right. And we have been in situations that we have continued being friends with two people that have split up or moved to their own separate ways. I don't know. I'm really glad that I don't, that we don't have like a track record. <sighs> yeah. That makes me real happy. Yeah. And it's I, easier to support your significant other when it's the only 
lesbian relationship that you've been in. That, that's exactly what I was going <laughs> to say. Like, we don't have anything to really compare it to. We're learning together. We're exploring together. And we're also witnessing a lot of different relationship dynamics, whether they um, make it or they fall apart or we're they... keeping tabs on you bitches and we're learning from your mistakes. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, um it's it's interesting. There's never a dull moment. And you know what? Like I said over and over again this past weekend, I am never surprised when y'all motherfuckers pick up the phone and start texting me the the dirt. I'm never surprised. I'm never surprised by it. Yeah. I am just like, okay. No. That's that's just the way it is. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Y'all cannot surprise me. At all. Come at me. Try to surprise me because I'm not surprised anymore by anything. Yeah. And I'm and, you know, I'm I'm really OK. And like this isn't I don't think this has anything to do with, you know, lesbian queer relationships, but I'm really OK with letting go. And that has just gotten easier and easier over the last couple years with relationships starting and ending and recognizing number one you do not own anybody just because you're with with somebody does not mean that you guys are gonna fucking crawl in a casket together and die together like shit ends life happens i have learned just over the years letting go and letting it be whatever it is and it's as good as it's good until it's not good anymore and so um I've stepped away from friendships. I've made new friends that maybe, you know, you think jump off really quick and you're like, this is like my new best friend. And then, you know, it fades out or or whatever. Like, I've just been like so good at going with the flow. And I think that helps too when you're learning about yourself and um, not holding on to people so much to make you happy, to create your world but just allowing people to add to it, just like a little bit different um, layers of your journey, allowing people to add to it and allowing them to walk away when they walk away and being okay with it. It's a good feeling. Like I don't have any hard feelings towards anybody that I don't talk to anymore. I don't have, when it comes to family, if they, if they do not accept me and, and they have their feelings towards me and want to hopefully, you know, feel like they want me to change back to who I was. I get messages, you know, um, constantly like you should do this because you're a female, you're a woman, you should be like this and you're, you should be straight because you were once straight before. Um, and the answer is no to everybody. Like, fuck off. If you're not okay with me, that's okay. Like, I don't have to be your fucking cup of tea at all. Nope. And that's a good feeling. I like that. Because letting go is fucking like, it's just like a weight. It's just like lifted off. And it just, I think the older you get, the easier it gets. And maybe that is just why I'm just like living my best, like, fuck yeah life right now is because I'm turning 43 and I'm just starting to like, you know, 40 was like a big turning point for me when I was just like entering into saying things out loud. And now three years later, I'm just... I'm who I am and you know uh taking you around last night and introducing you to my ex-in-laws 
my ex brother-in-law, sister-in-law, all of that and saying, this is Ember, my girlfriend, looking them right in the eyes, not with a bit of hesitation. Yeah. I don't care. Like, no, I'm proud of it's, you. It's all good. Like, you can either hang and be under our fucking roof of love just, and acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> like, just be here with us. Or if it's not for you, good. Then you're not for me. Like, bye. Don't hit your ass on the way out. What's that word? What's that saying? <laughs> don't let the door hit yeah, you in the ass. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Yeah. 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 No, I think... um I think I covered all the things that I thought of when I when I read that and I just think you have to be open to listening and actually hearing what your partner says and just being there for all of the moments just being there for all the moments like even like I got my first binder from Mm -hmm. on from a company called untagged and I and the timing was perfect because I was here when you got it. You were here when I got it, and, and it I was, was like, it was hard to put on. So genuinely excited to help. Ember had to help put the binder on and yeah, and take it off and take it off. Um, <laughs> it's not like your typical, you know, easy to get on sports bra. It takes some work. It's like when you're putting on the whole tummy tuck undies, and it you're you're compressing. The instructions you're, say something about like roll it on. But I, I don't know, man. It was more like, all right, babe, put your arm straight up in the air and hold the it in only, for a second. The only thing that I didn't like about the binder was that it would rub under my armpits. And I have sensitive skin and I had like a red line under each armpit where it was like kind of rubbing. And you kept saying like, stop sucking in. Stop holding in. And I was like. What it looks like is that you were sucking in and pushing your chest out. But I think because it's so like the compression is so tight, it makes your posture Mm -hmm. and everything um, just a little exaggerated almost Um, and makes you want to, you know, it's really pressing down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But like that moment, sharing that moment with you. Now, I wore that binder twice, maybe for two videos and I'm not even wearing it right now. It's not a big deal. There's times where I might want to wear it and there's times where I don't want to wear it. But having your support, having you say, try on this shirt and see if this makes you look flatter, this, you know, and and just having fun with it and allowing me. We both kept rubbing like down. It's like, whoa, it's gone. (laughs) Like it's totally gone. And that was like, that was an exciting moment for me. And, you know, whether you love your breast or not, like, to be able to change like some to have pe- that option to have the option you know if you were like oh my hair's long and straight but i've always wanted to try curly hair it's very mm. similar to that it's like you know i don't have you know extremely large breast i'm like a b cup but to be able to like flatten completely down and feel a little bit more masculine or or just like or just like not a a little like less feminine and without Mm -hmm. the the curvature like i think that was good for me that was good for me to explore that and to see what that felt like to know like someday if i do want to go get top surgery yeah um i'll be right there to take care of you and i think top like i've said recently top surgery is not just for people transitioning in or non-binary or I mean, it is like straight people too. Like, oh, yeah. women are not just all about like, oh my god, these breasts. I have to have them. It's like you're 
fucked either way. It's like if you're breastfeeding in public, people are like, put it the fuck away. We don't want to see your titty out. And if how you want to chop them off, you? they're like, what the fuck are you doing? You, how dare for? you? But then they like, you know, like, oh, you're supposed to show cleavage and be seductive and, and look, you know, have a low cut shirt on or this or that. And that that's acceptable. That's OK. And then it's like if you want if you're saying you're transitioning or you're non-binary and you want to go get top surgery, that's fucking weird. But if you have a mutated cancer gene and you have to go get the surgery, then then you're a survivor. And it's like there's all of these different um, levels and just what people are okay with. And it's like, can you just be okay with the fact that I'm here alive right now in front of you, treating you kind, with respect, showing you love, stop worrying about my body, stop worrying about if I'm on the fucking top or on the bottom in the bedroom with my girlfriend. Stop worrying about it. Just know that I'm alive and I'm happy. Facts. Facts on facts. That was a good therapy session. (laughs) I could feel it towards the end there. (laughs) Okay, this is therapy, but I also, before we end this one, I am now in therapy, found a therapist, fucking super excited, very happy. It's in Milwaukee at the LGBT community center and i am surrounding myself with like-minded people who can help me on my journey that maybe i don't get from talking on this podcast or on my tiktoks or to you um and i'm really excited about that yeah i'm excited for you I know that your first session went really well so i'm excited to hear how the next one goes it's funny when you're like i need therapy uh situations happen you get in really low moments and you're like whether you're like me and struggle with suicidal ideation or maybe you self-inflict pain or you have different circumstances where you um are not as confident and keeping yourself safe um you're not as strong in certain factors and you all of a sudden you're like i need it i need rehab i need it therapy i need this i need that um and then you get you get there and you're like, I'm kind of good this week. And they're asking you all these questions. And it's like a whole list of questions to kind of. And this happened at my last um, uh, therapist, too, where, you know, they they want to diagnose you. And so there's like lots and lots of questions coming out. And it's like, you know, do you hurt yourself? Do you harm yourself? Are you worried about this? Are you worried about that? And it's like they caught me on a good fucking day. So everything's like, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. Like, you know, going on with it. and that could easily change in a week or two where my head is with things. Somebody could say something, a situation could happen that might knock me off my stance a little bit and require me to have some professional help. And so I think it's really important for anybody out there, uh, whatever your journey looks like, um, to have a therapist, to have a therapist, to have somebody you can talk to, um, in a safe space where you can say whatever you need to say and get the support you need and know that, um, you know, there are lots of um, outlets, out, like resources um, to help you um, continue to stay on path and experience a safe coming out journey or whatever your journey looks like. Yeah. doesn't yeah. have to, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to just, um, tell the same people over and over again you can get like professional help yep it's important to support yourself before you try to support anybody else so 
That's part of it too. Hundred percent. Okay, you guys. Well, um, we love you, and until next time. Until next time. Meet, meet, meet. If you'd like to be a guest or join us backstage, DM us on Instagram at Fashionable Late Lesbians. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on an episode.